0: In this week's episode, I am chatting with self-confidence, self-love, and empowerment coach, Christine Osoria. She is just so much fun to chat with. I had her as a guest in the Ignite membership community, and we had a great conversation about self-confidence and self-love and how moms can often lose that sense of themselves and the confidence that they maybe once had um, and what they can do to really bring themselves back and build up that confidence, start talking to themselves with love. So it's, it's an important conversation. It's a really fun chat, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Around the Campfire podcast. They say it takes a village to raise a child, but I believe it also takes a village to raise a mom. I'm your host, Jillian Benke, the founder of Mom Camp, and each episode I chat with busy moms who are doing awesome things in life and work. Join us for real conversation and community, because this is your village. This is the Around the Campfire podcast. Hi, Christine, and welcome to the Around the Campfire podcast.
1: I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Can you start by introducing yourself, who you're a mom to, all the things?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I am, um, first, I'm Christina Osaria. I am a mom of three. I've been married to my husband for 16 years. I am an author, motivational speaker, empowerment, and personal brand strategist. So I'm super, um, I'm a super busy mom, I have to say. <laughs> yeah. And on um, the other side, um, I'm a runner. And I love pizza. That's something I always love to talk about. (laughs)
0: Nice. Which kinds of pizza?
1: Um, what kind? I'll be honest. I'm very simple. So regular cheese is fine. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Now, ham and
0: pineapple. How do you feel about (laughs) pineapple on a pizza? Uh,
1: you know, I did try it when I was in Berlin, when I ran the Berlin Marathon. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. And, um... But I did that after I ran the marathon. I so want anything would be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, after oh. the marathon, you're super hungry. So yeah, yeah. like, okay, let's pack yeah. up the pizza pie.
0: Because <laughs> I'm definitively pro-pineapple. Ham and pineapple, Hawaiian pizza is a, a thing here. I think it was that. actually created in Canada. So I feel like there's like the national pride thing. But yeah. some people are very anti-pineapple on a pizza. So
1: yeah. 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 I, it it depends on my mood, honestly, like I don't think, but I am very simple, believe it or not. I'm just like, let me me get the regular cheese and um, I'll have a pie by myself when I want to. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing.
0: Amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So you are a empowerment, self-confidence, all the things coach. And that's really what we're going to be talking about today. Um, I, for the listeners that don't know, um, I had Christine uh, come and speak to the Ignite community about self-confidence and how you can build up your own self-confidence. Cause I find as moms so often that can kind of slip, whether we're comparing ourselves to other moms or whether we're kind of losing our sense of self. And it just kind of shifts and we don't have as maybe as much confidence as we once did pre-kids. So we talked a lot about that and I wanted her to come on the show so she can share her wisdom and we can have another great chat um, about self-confidence and specifically for moms. So can you go back though a little bit and tell us how you came to this work? Like what prompted you to get so passionate about empowerment and self-confidence
1: yeah no problem so um a little background about me I was a teenage mom I had my daughter at 19 um had my second child at 21 Mm. so there was a lot of um I'll be honest I wasn't a confident I wasn't a confident young girl growing up because I was always the thick one around my family so I'm Latina and it's like a lot of people have this, um, you know, we grow up with this mindset of you have to be a certain size and weight. And Mm -hmm. I had that during my, although I took that dirt to my adulthood and being a mom. Um, I I struggled a lot with confidence after my daughters, um, especially that I gained over 60 pounds. Um, you know, during pregnancy, you Mm -hmm. gain all this weight and you look at yourself and you're like, who is this woman? Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, Many times I kind of avoided the woman I saw in the mirror, or because I didn't want to acknowledge it, who I was. And um, it was about, I think my my most my the moment that I, I had like a like a really mental breakdown or breakdown was when I was graduating from college, and um, I had my two daughters, but I was you know was on the verge of you know about to graduate. And I had to go find a dress for my graduation. And mm. I went to all these stores and I couldn't find a dress. I couldn't find anything to wear. And I remember walking through each and every store with my husband. And I was so upset because I couldn't find the perfect dress for graduation. And, you know, you're about to celebrate graduation. And graduation happened to land around my birthday. And... Um, I remember going to these stores and not have, finding anything to wear. And I felt so uncomfortable. I felt ugly. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was worthless. Like every thought that you can think of yeah. that was negative. I thought of it. And, um, my husband, you know, he's really supportive and he always tries to tell me I'm beautiful and stuff like that, but that's not really, really wanted to hear, I guess mm-hmm. at the time, um, like his, what he had to say didn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Is that then- how you felt. Yeah. Yeah. It's more yeah. How, how it felt. Right. And um, so I remember going into fashion to figure that's a plus size um, store. And I remember just the thought of walking into that store made me wanted to vomit. And that had mm. nothing to do with being, a it, ha- it had nothing to do with the store and the women of the store, nothing like that. It had more to do with my goodness, like, how did I, how did I get to being 138 at 17 years old to being almost 200 pounds at mm. 23 24 right and I saw myself as like um ugly disgusting woman believe it or not
0: mm.
1: and I think a lot of what I had to do was my mindset around being obese because I was always an obese girl I was always the curiousest one I was always the bigger one from my family and I was made fun of a lot of the times because I was just bigger than everybody else. Mm. And so when I went into this store, um, I really like, I could just like, it's like, it's like, feels like yesterday. I literally just felt like vomiting. And I remember finding a dress and I told my husband, okay, I think this is the dress that I'm going to wear. And when I put it on in the fitting room and I looked at myself, I just like started crying and I, um, I didn't recognize myself. And mm. I think that's that moment that I was said to myself like what the hell you know like where who is this and you know long story short I I purchased a dress I felt pretty on it but then in the back end of my mind I would look at my husband I even asked him I said why are you even with me oh wow like you know what I mean like I'm not beautiful like why are you with me and my husband would be like, Christine, you know, we've been together for so long. We have two daughters. And I'm like, yeah, but why are you with me? Like, I've gained so much weight. I'm not beautiful. You understand? Like, look at my stretch marks. I've gained, like, you know, and it was this mindset about weight that was really mm-hmm. affecting
0: me mm-hmm.
1: And the size that I needed to be, right? Because you look at so many moms and they go back into pre-baby way. And it's like, I'm not there. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, how? And so- It was in that moment that I decided, um, right after my graduation, I think it was around 2011, that I said I needed to make a change. And so I started. I started making that change afterwards by um, running, right? Mm -hmm. By running, walking, trying to get into fitness. And I did. I, you know, I released over like 50 pounds. But It took, obviously it took time. It took about four years to over lose 50 pounds because it wasn't an overnight success. I had my ups and downs like everyone else. And um, even when I lost 50 pounds, I still didn't see a beautiful woman. Mm. I still saw this woman who was obese and ugly. And Mm. And even though I had lost all this weight and I went to like a size four or six, four or six, I still wasn't happy and um and I, I, w- I remember I was about to run my marathon and I think I was just so upset because I was like man I'm not where I want to be and like I I kept finding a problem with myself and i like yeah. you know what I mean like I'm like wow like but I, I guess it didn't hit me I was like, okay I'm just gonna run this marathon and I'll figure it out <laughs> Right?
0: It's kind I'll of a big be, deal like, running a marathon. Yeah, Let's just yeah, that yeah, was
1: 26 <laughs> miles, by the way. And I was like, I'm just gonna run it and I'll figure it out. What's up with my weight? You know, what what's wrong with me? You know, obviously mm. there's something wrong with me. And then um a month later from running the marathon, I found out I was pregnant again. Now, okay. yeah, I know. So this is on remember 2011, I graduated from college 2014. I ran my first marathon and then I found out I was pregnant. So within all this time, I had lost about 50 pounds. Now, when I found out I was pregnant for the third time, I was scared. Mm. And it's not because I was scared about being a mom again. Me and my husband has spoke about having kids. It was more in the sense of, I am going to gain weight again. Yeah. And man, like I didn't, realize it, how much that was affecting my mindset. Right. I didn't realize all of that. I just, you know, I just thought that, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but I, I just, you know, I, it was just this, whatever it was with body weight and a certain size, it was really affecting me. Yeah. So, um, I found out I was pregnant. Um, and, since I was running I was still running some races so like almost I was at almost eight months I was still running but it was around when I was six months pregnant mid almost you know halfway done um I I was running in Central Park I was doing a four mile run I was running with a belly Mm so um I'm running my four miles and I felt so great I felt like a powerful woman and then I see this other woman inside outside of me, she was running too. She was like almost eight months pregnant too. And I was like, Oh my goodness. I was like, I feel so good. And she was like, I do too. Um, so I'm running this four mile race with, uh, I don't know, with my stomach all out. I am six months pregnant. And for whatever reason, I really felt like my son really made me, I, I cause I found out I was having a boy. So I found that, that I felt like my son was giving me a message during mm-hmm. that time. Honestly, it sounds woo-woo, but no, no, I love it. Yeah, you know. And I really felt like he was telling me, like, mom, you have to embrace your body and really mm-hmm. love it. And it was, and it was in that moment that I said to myself, for whatever reason, I was I'm running. I also saw my daughters, because my daughters were still babies at that time. They were like, I don't know, six, seven, one of them. And I said to myself, um, I looked at them and I kept getting the message, like, mom, embrace, mom, embrace, like, embrace your body. Like, you know, you're going through your changes. And it was in that moment that I said, you know what? I'm going to stop fighting and I'm going to start sharing my story on how I'm going to learn how to embrace and love my body the way it is now and Mm -hmm. to build my confidence. Um, Because I had, I know, I knew at that time that my confidence was low Mm -hmm. and my self-love was like in the toilet yeah, <laughs> yeah and, it, and, it, and you know and it happens to all moms right so um it was during that time that I said to myself I am going to start a journey and sharing my story and how I'm going to love my body how it is how I'm going mm-hmm. to build my confidence I'm going to learn because I had no way of knowing how I was going to learn this and that's how the journey began on self-love self-care and how to build my confidence and how to love the woman that I am. However, how, you know, who I am, how I am, how I look and all of that.
0: Amazing. I mean, yeah. that is, I mean, coming from a background where weight was a big issue myself, mm-hmm. right? Going through a similar journey, actually. Um, I, I, I know what it's like to come from a lifetime of, um, programming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, on body weight, body image, hearing those voices from other people as well as yourself. Right. Yeah. And the work it takes to overcome it. So that, that is amazing. It is a yeah. lot of work. It's huge. Okay. So can you share. hmm what were some of the things that you did you know, along that journey to really get into self confidence and self love?
1: Yeah. So I started doing this thing. Uh, I ended up creating a brand called CEO of My Curves, which is to empower women on self love and body positivity. I'm no longer part of that brand anymore. I kind of mm-hmm. let that brand go to, go to my business. But yeah. uh, I started doing this thing where I was sharing on social media one thing I love about myself. That's how I started. And then um, I started also doing this thing where I would put, I will write down affirmations. I didn't know how to journal at that time. Mm-hmm. I struggled with journaling and people always tell me journaling is good. So I didn't know how to journal because I'm like, what do you talk, what do you say to a journal? Like, who am I going to talk Do I talk to God, universe? Like, who do I talk to?
0: Right.
1: So before, um, to start my journey, uh, before before I started like this journey of journaling, I started writing down affirmations daily. Um, like every single day that was on my on my journal. I would write affirmations and something would look, it would look like, I'm loving the women I'm becoming. I'm loving my body, right? I'm loving my stretch marks. Like I had to learn how to to how to reprogram my mind mm. and 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 learn how to go from negative to positive. And that was difficult. Yeah. Because again, you know, it's like. I mean, what do you do in the moment when you're feeling, um, when you are feeling down? You understand? When you are not feeling good enough. And, and in those moments, I had to go back into my affirmations. So those were some things that I would do. Um, another t- another thing that I would do, honestly, is when I would work out, I would start applauding myself It feels weird, (laughs) and I know we spoke about this at the uh, uh, at the call. But I will start applauding myself, and it will, you know, after my workout, I'll be like, you know, get in my car and be like, "That's right, you did it, you know, you did that workout, you know, you feel good now." But it was again reprogramming my mindset, rewiring that, Um, learning how to start talking to myself with love, and even that you know was a lot to take in because we're not taught to talk to ourselves right and um you know I had to do I had to really unlearn everything that I was ta- like taught and really like teach myself like going back to school yeah. and how I was going to myself how to love myself I also I think it came to a point that I had to stop depending on my husband to tell me how beautiful I am. Mm. And um, yeah, every now and then I'm like, oh, can you tell me I'm beautiful? Because sometimes yeah. you know, I- <laughs> <laughs> like, can you at least tell me I look good, right? But um, I had to stop depending on him to tell me that. Mm-hmm. And be- and the thing is because I was I kept trying to validate my beauty every time my husband would compliment me, mm-hmm. so I would then just start telling myself. Oh, wow. like, you look beautiful today. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Like, you know, you put on your, your, your glasses, your, your earrings, your lipstick, you look amazing. So it's literally just trying to reprogram your mind. That's how, yeah. that, that thing I had to do. And it was so hard, but it's taken where, what it's taken over six years mm-hmm. and you know, it's a process obviously. And, um, every single day, I just try to, you know, focus on that one thing, you know, just trying to compliment myself. thank you
0: (laughs) okay so what would you say to a mom because I mean I believe in affirmations but there's a point with affirmations that you don't yet believe what they say Mm -hmm. so what would you say to a mom who wants to start because she believes in the process and thinks that like she knows she wants to do it but saying things like I love my body when in her head, she's like, no, I don't, you know, yeah. <laughs> what would she say to, to a mom that's feeling that? Right.
1: Yeah. So, and that is actually such a great question because I I've been there. Um, it all takes practice. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and yes, in the beginning, you're not going to believe it. Honestly, you're not, cause you're going to be like, what do you mean? I love myself, but it's, trying to practice it every single day, either by writing it or by saying it to yourself. Um, and that's what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't believe, if you don't, and maybe, and maybe sometimes is, maybe that affirmation is not for you right now. Right. Maybe you change the affirmation, right? And maybe saying, asking yourself, what is it that I do like about myself? Is it the way I speak? Is mm-hmm. it my glasses? Is it my hair My hair looks when I maybe put it in a bun? Um. Maybe use that affirmation, right? Mm -hmm. I love the way I look when I put my hair in a bun. I love the way I look when I have my red lipstick on, right? Like sometimes we use affirmations that are out there because so many people have used it, but maybe that doesn't resonate with you. So you have to find something that really works for you. So like, if if you're a mom who loves to cook, right? or a mom who loves to dance to a certain song, maybe write that as your affirmation. Like, I love the way I feel when I'm mm-hmm. dancing this song, right? It yeah. makes me feel whatever. So it's really about finding that affirmation that resonates with you. But if you're trying to, let's just say, going back to your question, unlearn, um, like, I want to love myself, but I'm not feeling that. Maybe just switch the w- words around. Maybe yeah. don't start maybe start with like or I'm learning to love myself right yeah Like, switching the words for you in the beginning until you are ready to start changing you know to to really start going okay yeah like I think it's time for me to go from this word to this word
0: totally
1: and make it simple as possible sometimes we complicate things because of what everyone else is doing Mm. and sometimes it's just we just have to do, ask ourselves what, what works for us right now? What, mm-hmm. how do we feel right now? And how can I do that for me right now?
0: Yeah, totally. There's a couple things that I just thought of as, as you were sharing that, because, um, I've just finished reading. Well, actually that's not true. I haven't quite finished it yet. Um, tiny habits by okay. BJ Fogg, And in that, one of the things he said, it's super simple, but he said the second your feet hit the floor, You say, today is going to be a great day. And then, but he said, a lot of people will be in a situation where they simply do not believe that, right? So they actually, he says, add the word somehow to the end of it. So today is going to be a great day somehow. And it just sort of cracks that window to the possibility of a great day. And I actually used this yesterday, the night before last, I lost my crap. Like I just, I had a big temper tantrum. Um, I was not the mom I want to be. I Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was not, it was not good. (laughs) And I woke up the next morning, still carrying that with me. Right. Mm -hmm. But I said, today is going to be a great day somehow. And for me, what it did is it helped me set an intention that I was still going to work. I was going to work hard to make it a great day no matter what and that it was on me to control it, right? I mean, things can happen that you can't control for sure, but it actually it just helped me tweak the language like you were saying, right? And then the other thing I was thinking, there's this thing that I've talked about before um if you're having a challenging situation, you can say this is good because and then just find something positive. And I was thinking it's like the stretch marks thing. Like I you know, I love my stretch marks because, and then you can talk about what they represent, how you got them. Like, you know, if you got your stretch marks because your body carried a beautiful baby into this planet, then, you know, they're a a mark of that amazing um, experience and achievement and, you know, creating life. So maybe those are ways you can start like adding because or, You know, I mean, it's, again, I don't want to complicate it to your point, but, but choosing the language, like you said, to work for you, right. It's just a couple, couple things that came to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and that's how, um, when you started talking about like, today's going to be a great day. Mm -hmm. It took me a while, believe it or not, to even start saying that because I lived in the mindset of, so again, um for those that don't know, right. I'm in New York. So in New York, we live in this fast paced, like lifestyle, right. Mm -hmm. From the Bronx. So it's like, you wake up, you go to school, you go to work, you know, you come back, you eat, you cook. And it's like, literally, it's like, you're a robot. And I lived in this lifestyle for so long. And, um, there were many times that I will wake up and I will go, my goodness. Like, I I don't know how much longer I could do this. Mm. You know, Like, I don't know how much longer I can live like this, but it was like, I was going already to my day. I was already waking up stressed. I was already waking up um, unmotivated. I was ready waking up. um, I have to say, I guess I'll say it in my language, right? Like pissed off, you know, for the Mm -hmm, day. mm -hmm. And I, when I started changing the, um, I I was like, okay, I need to stop doing this to myself because I real, I was realizing how. I was realizing how that was affecting my day, like th- waking up with yeah. this, with this mind of stress and even starting with today's going to be a great day. That took a while for me, but the, but, but the good side of it is that as I started saying this to myself every single day, it started helping my husband, like with the, you know, with today's going to be a great day you know because he's a construction worker so he works hard every day mm-hmm. and he was going to work the same way and I would tell him like every single day he would hear me today's going to be a great day even though we didn't believe it <laughs> for a while right? right but it started it started helping him like going to work in a more positive mindset mm-hmm. and not going to work stressed and coming back home stressed because that's the thing sometimes and I know we're probably going a little off with the conference but like it, you know um sometimes you know we don't realize how our minds and the way we thinking um, whether it's negative affects our entire day
0: totally
1: it's just switching like you said it's just switching those little words making it simple mm-hmm. making it more for you so that you can uh, you know make it obviously feel different about yourself and feel different about what's what's to come next mm-hmm. as we go through our day
0: totally the other thing I wanted to say and and I'd love your experience on this. Um what I experienced just in the last week. So I'm I've built my confidence. I do the affirmations. I do the work. I read a ton of personal or listen to a ton of personal development. Like okay, I'm not saying I'm the most confident person in the world, but I've come a long way from where I was. But even so, last week I hit a major crater. Like I just went poof, self-confidence in the toilet what's the point you're not good enough you know look at all these people around you doing better like it just it it cratered and i so i wanted to just say like this is a journey that's not to say don't do the work (laughs) but there will be dips and because i knew what i needed to bring myself back out of it because i had done it before the stuff works right but there will be days and it's totally normal and it's totally okay to have days where your self-confidence dips again. I mean, I follow raw beauty talks, um, is an account on Instagram and she's amazing. Erin Treloar. She's, she's been on the podcast and she's all about natural beauty and, and having your, your raw beauty come through and not, you know, and embracing the curves, embracing the stretch marks, embracing all the things. Right. And she posted just the other day that she'd had a dip of. I mean, she's got hundreds of thousands of followers, and she'd had. And it's not about followers, I know, but she had a dip of confidence, and you know, wasn't feeling good enough. And it's just, you know, it can happen to everybody, and it's what we do to bring ourselves out and using those affirmations and talking to ourselves with love and you know, for me, it was finding a personal development book specifically about the thing I was feeling like the comparisonitis and the imposter syndrome and all those things. Right. And fi- finding the one that was going to work. I listened to a bunch of samples of audiobooks and I was like, okay, this woman, I feel like this is the one, right. That's- but what do you do when you hit those dips that inevitably come?
1: Oh yeah. And they come all the time. Like, you yeah, yeah. I, I fall into comparison mode every now and then. Um, and I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes in body, sometimes in business, sometimes mm-hmm. in mom. You yeah. know what I mean? I, you know, you look at other women, and you're like, "How? Oh, how do you do it? Right? Like right. how? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, what am I not doing enough?" And I, I've gotten to the point where I've, I come. I honestly, I take myself off of social media. Mm. Um. I actually have a limit on my social media. I have like 45 minutes, an hour a day. Okay. I give myself. Um, yes, there's days that I go overboard, but you know, I do limit myself because I'm when I compare myself, it's because I'm looking at other people mm-hmm. who are in a different chapter than me, right? So uh, sometimes we're looking at other people and we look at their lives and we're like, my goodness, like how come they're doing it and I'm not there yet? And it's because they're in a different chapter in their life than you are. Uh, I- so yeah, I take myself off of social media because I know that's where my comparison is. Right. I also do this thing where I I'm not gonna lie, I love nice baths. Like when I compare, when I feel those moments where I'm like feeling not enough. And I think I had my that moment last week, I take a nice bath. <laughs> like nice. and 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 it's just so that I can relax my mind. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten so comfortable that I'm able to do that. There was a point where it was just. I would just sit and relax, you know, I would just watch TV just to get my mind out of it. Or I would talk to a friend. But now, because I've become so aware of it, I'm like, okay, I think I just need to like distance myself from everything. And I just need to go take a nice bubble bath or, you know, whatever. Um, That's because again, that's where I'm at now. But before I would just, I would just try to shut it off and just remind myself, i would repeat my affirmations. Mm -hmm. um, Affirmations around my house um -hmm. only because sometimes I need that reminder um but I I would look at my vision board I'd be like okay Christy like enough with it it's time to get back into it you know what I mean but um, when you find yourself in that space just really go back to what works right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sometimes the simplest thing you know um and sometimes honestly well and I do this every now and then when I'm feeling low it's like okay what do I need to change do I need to put do I need to put on heels do I need to change my shirt do I need to like take off my glasses and put on my contacts like you know those are just little changing things. your
0: environment yeah
1: yeah yeah changing your environment and that way you go okay you know what now I feel good like let me yeah. you know I, I change the mood. so sometimes it's just figuring out what works for you and sometimes mm-hmm. it's not
0: yeah well and I would say also it's I would add to that. Cause for me, I had to spend a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. It's not about like, Oh, I'm feeling bad. Let's fix it. It's like, yeah. why am I feeling bad? Yeah. And it yeah. might be cause I've gone down the scroll hole of comparison yeah. on social yeah. media, or it might be because I didn't have some success. I was expecting cause I had set these expectations for myself mm-hmm. that were founded in nothing, you know, mm-hmm. or it might be, that I'm just, I'm hormonal. Like it could be anything. Right. But fig- like <laughs> the feelings aren't wrong. They're not bad. It's acknowledging them, figuring out why you're feeling that. And then that helps, you know, what you need to come out of it. Right.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Really. And, and I think, and I know it's tough to really ask yourself, why am I feeling this way, yeah. right? It's tough because sometimes you don't want to admit it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, it's them it's or it's not me. But sometimes it is you sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It's, it's, you, ha- I, and, it, and it took a while to get there for me mm-hmm. as well. Like, I'm, not, I'm at a point that I can ask myself those questions. Like, okay, right. where's it coming from? You know, what didn't I do that makes me feel this way? And sometimes it's hormonal, but really um, just sit in it and really mm-hmm. just ask, those questions, you know, what, why am I feeling this way? Who am I comparing myself to, you know, or who, what did I, didn't I say that's affecting me now? You know, sometimes it's those little things. Um, and just asking yourself that question and not being so hard on yourself, because again, we tend to, as moms, we, we are already hard on ourselves as it is Mm -hmm. with the life that we have with kids. But just knowing that this is part of growing, this is part of, letting go of what doesn't work, right. Mm-hmm, letting mm-hmm. really acknowledging who we are as women. And it's not about making drastic changes and making little changes a day at a time. Totally. Totally. Yeah.
0: A couple of things yeah. I've done. Um, I was preparing for a call with a friend of mine. She's a medium and, mm-hmm. uh, she was going to do a reading for me. And so I started writing and I'm not a journaler. I just, I used to be, but I, I, I like when I was little, Um, but I fell out of the habit and I, I keep trying, but anyways, but I started writing the things that I was feeling, the things that I was saying to myself, like the dark stuff, right. Mm -hmm. I started writing it and it made me cry. And I was sitting there like just tear, like tears falling as I was writing. And it's kind of a dark place to go to quite Mm -hmm. frankly, but I needed to do it. And then what I did is I wrote a column of all the things I was saying that were not awesome and -hmm. all the fears I had and all of that. And then on the other column, right next to every single thing I'd written, I wrote a positive or an opposite or something. Right. So it's like, if I'm feeling this way, um, it like sort of almost asking yourself, is that real? Mm-hmm. Right. What's the actual truth? Yes. And, turning it into a positive because I find so much if you actually say, okay, is that real? Is that actually true? Are you a failure in your business? No, it's not true because look at all the things I've done, right? Like, Mm -hmm. are you really a terrible mom? No, I have kids that I love and that love me. And you know, (laughs) like, it's just, and sort of like basically beating yourself over the head with the fact that what you're saying (laughs) isn't true and things are actually better then you're in like in that moment right
1: yeah yeah so. oh yeah and and I and I have been there I mean <laughs> I know I've I have tons of lists I can like show you notebooks <laughs> yeah <laughs> like why am I thinking this way you know and I and, know and the number one that comes up for me is um I'll be honest is you're stupid so that comes oh. up a lot you understand yeah. what I, but I yeah. know where that you understand yeah. I know a comparison growing up with like you know even though I'm the first one in my family to graduate from college the first one to graduate high school like that comes a lot from comparison to my other to my siblings or whatever um and I'm the oldest so you know but again there's a lot to it because I was a teenage mom Mm -hmm. so um you know so that that comes up a lot for me and and even writing that list and being honest with yourself is hard it is yeah we have to write it I think as moms like we should write it because those words those things that those thoughts is what's affecting us to actually to move forward in a lot of what we want to do And you know sometimes as a mom is like it's not that you're feeling enough it's yes you're probably not feeling enough maybe you had to leave your job right I know I had to leave my job plenty of times before my kids but we don't look at the other flip side of it is like, I had to leave my job for my kids. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, so it's really getting down and doing the little dirty work mm-hmm. that <laughs> that we And I would
0: to- say the dirty work is like phase two, maybe phase yeah. three, right? Yeah. Like phase one is like, put some sticky notes on your mirror with some affirmations. <laughs> like you're, we're not telling you that you have to go right into yeah. the deep work right now. If this is new for you. Oh, Just- <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. no, no. no. You know, the first thing, yeah, is definitely saying to yourself, how can um okay, like maybe is writing the affirmations, right? Mm-hmm. Or saying them, saying them out loud. Either one works. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is when you are comparing yourself, is really asking yourself those questions. Why why am I comparing myself? Mm-hmm. You know, why am I doing this? You know, why why do I keep going back to that to that hole of feeling not enough? Yeah. And Meeting, where is this coming from? You know oh. what I mean. Sometimes a lot of it's from our childhood, but of course that's a do- that's another topic. But <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, it's acknowledging um as a mom, what's you know where where do you where do you feel that you can work more for yourself? Mm-hmm. That's hard. You know,
0: it, it is. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a matter of like you say, limiting social media, because I think that's where so much of this comes from. Yeah. And un, like even if even if they're your friends, either like snoozing them for thirty days, you know, or unfollowing accounts that you find are often the ones that trigger those feelings of not being enough. Yeah. Right. And it's okay. Cause yeah. if you want to check in on what they're doing. You can go to their account. You don't have to have them constantly popping up in your feed if they exactly. are the ones. And it, and it can be just like I say, for 30 days, like it, it can just be, mm-hmm. I need a break from watching this because it's making me feel less than right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And um, you see, I have done that many times. Where it's also also like, who are you following? Sometimes a, it could be a celebrity. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, comparing yourself to so much, right? <laughs> you know that you're like, so, you know, like I'm okay. So I'm 33, and I'm, sometimes I'm looking at all these other 33 years old, and it's like, okay, how, they're so advanced in life than I am. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's the comparison part. Um. So you know, it's really again. Figuring out where do you feel like, or who is making you feel like not enough, snoozing them, getting of social media, maybe limiting social media. Yeah. Um, that is okay. It could be family, friends, and sometimes distancing yourself from people just in general. You know, mm-hmm. that's good too because sometimes people say things and we don't realize what they say is hurtful for us. Yeah. So, and just saying, you know what, I'm doing this for myself. I'm doing this for my mental state. I'm doing this to, to take care of me more and to learn how to love myself more. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I think learning how to love yourself is really important for moms because again, we give so much love around that we tend to put ourselves for last. 100%. You know, and while it is great to give love to everybody else, your number one priority before giving it to anybody else is yourself. Mm-hmm. And as a mom of three, I understand if you have two babies and you're like, when do I find time for myself? when My kids are waking up. And I get that. But sometimes it means like maybe when they're sleeping is just going, how can I take care of me right now? Even mm-hmm. if it's, mm-hmm. you know, I take care of, of 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 myself, of my body, of my mind, and really loving myself. Yeah. Um, again, and it's because as moms, our love goes to go everyone else, and I always tell moms this: stop putting yourself in the bottom of the list. Yeah. not the last. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need to be pi- top priority. Mm-hmm. And if nobody's giving you top priority, stop worrying about that and start giving putting yourself up on the top 100%. of the list. Absolutely. Don't wait for your husband Don't wait for your mom. Don't wait for your kids to put you on top. Like you need to be on top mm-hmm. and there is nothing wrong. You being on top of that list, you know? Yeah. It's um, not
0: selfish. It's necessary.
1: It's not, it is. And I learned that the hard way. Mm-hmm. Cause again, I'm a mom of three and I was always so busy and it was a point in my life that I said, no, I'm not doing this anymore. And I, I would tell my husband like, um, yeah, you guys are going to have to figure it out because I'm taking care of me, <laughs> you know, but again, it's not me leaving them. It's just a sense of, I'm going to take care of myself first before I take care of you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes having coffee by myself early in the morning before everyone woke up, mm-hmm. you know, up. 10 to 15 minutes before the entire house woke up. So just that I can take care of me. And again, it's not selfish, but it's more of how can I be a better mom today? And that being a better mom meant for me to take care of me first. Yeah. Regardless of what was going on.
0: Yeah. Well, and getting out because you're a runner, getting out for those runs, right? Prioritizing yeah. that it's, I love it because you register for the run. So you have to, because yeah. you have like, so you're, you it's obligated to get out for the training, right? But yeah. that is your time and you could be running for well over an hour and that's time just for you. Right. So it's genius. Yeah. It's like forced yeah. self-care. <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah. It is, it is. And then if you're, uh, you know, and I was also a stay-at-home mom. So if you're a mom who's like at home and, you know, while the kids are doing schoolwork or maybe they're still babies, I'm not sure is going, okay, when can I take a nice bath without having, you know, mm-hmm. and I know that just me, I know it's tough. I, I used to bring my baby to the shower the in the bath and that, yeah, I totally. To, like, <laughs> you know, what yeah. I mean? um, but is, if the kids are fine, then. And saying to yourself okay they're good right now let me at least go read a book while they're mm-hmm. you know playing you know so it's finding those little times and I think I really I'm a big I'm big on self-love and self-care mm-hmm. I tell all my clients make sure you are at least doing one thing a week just for yourself yeah I don't care if it's 15 minutes I don't care if it's 30 minutes like do something just for you, something that doesn't entitle your family, something that's not about work, something that's not about the house, like Mm -hmm. do something for you every single day of the week. Um, Because again, we're so busy. We're so accustomed to be in busy mode. And we need to learn how to just take care of ourselves and really take care of putting that love back right into us. Totally. I
0: love it. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have some questions that I ask all my guests. You've actually answered one of them about self-care, <laughs> but how do you define balance for yourself and for your family?
1: Oh yeah. This is actually a good one. Um, so I, my kids are five, how old are they? Five, 12 <laughs> and four. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. When you have 3 you're kind of forget their birthdays and their names. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I have this thing where I, so like during the week, obviously my work is in the morning, you know what I mean? And at night, at least one to two times a night when I'm not working late, I spend time with them. But in terms of like the self-care part, I tell my kids when I'm running, like if on Saturdays I am gonna run for an hour like I let them know that's mom time and Mm -hmm. please don't call me unless like someone's like on fire (laughs) you know yeah 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 unless the house is on fire you know what I mean I set boundaries and I kind of include them in those boundaries by the sense of actually telling them you know what I mean and I let them know like this is my like I'm doing this and please do not bother me Mm -hmm. I'm in that position now that I can speak to my kids that way right but when they were babies I had to tell my husband like, mm-hmm. okay, um, I'm going to go do something and like, you're in charge and have my husband also take his time yeah. so that we can sit out. Um, because it's all great and dandy for us to take care of ourselves, but our spouse is probably going through the same thing as we are. We mm-hmm. probably just don't know it because they don't waste it as much as women. Um, so you know I do that so you know a lot of the things is really talking with them and really saying to myself um you know what work you know how can I how can this week be a lot better than last week finding what works um in terms of balancing um finding the time for putting time in my calendar for my kids putting time in the calendar for myself and just I'm a big scheduler. So that's how I've known like what's working and what's not, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. Awesome. I love it. All right. This is the big one. What is the biggest lesson you have learned as a mom?
1: Ooh, um, my God, that's a good (laughs) question. The biggest lesson is stop. And I think we hear this a lot is stop letting other people tell you like what's good for you and your family
0: oh so good yeah you
1: yeah. know um what's perfect for you and your man I, I know this is not more moms but like what's good for your marriage and what's how you should be raising your kids um mm. i think that's a big lesson and for me it's because i'm a teenage mom so i had a lot of the older generation trying to tell me like what's good and what's not um stop listening to them and really ask yourself what's working for you and your family yeah um, communication. I have to say that communication, um, communicating with your kids, communicating with your husband, um, or spouse, you know, whatever, but like really communicating with your kids and letting them know your feelings. I think that's another big one. Mm-hmm. Like, um, sometimes our kids do things and we don't know why they do it and really asking them, like, why did you do that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or sometimes we get upset at them, and they don't understand. So Mm -hmm. really letting them know why you got upset, explaining it to them. Yeah. So those are my, I know it's one, but those are my two.
0: (laughs) No, and those are good. Those are perfect. Awesome. Okay. How can our listeners connect with you, follow your journey, learn more about you?
1: Yeah. So, um, you could definitely connect with me on Facebook. Um, it's Christine Osoria. It's O S O R I A. Um, my, uh, my website is www.christineosoria.com. Um, those are the ways that you can get in contact with me as well as awesome. my email, christine.osoria at gmail.com. You can always contact me through there um, as my podcast. And, and yeah, tell that's us the name of your podcast. Yes. The name of my podcast is the Christy Osoria show. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I will link to all of those things in the show notes. That's perfect. Awesome. Thank you. Well, I love chatting with you. Thank you so much for being a guest on Around the Campfire. I think it's an important topic and I think it's been a, a really, really great chat.
1: Yes, definitely. Thank you again for having me.
0: I started Mom Camp Ignite the membership community as just that a community but it is so much more than that. It is basically like your own personal subscription for monthly personal development with topics and experts specifically to do with mom stuff. We've got, you know, decluttering, stress management, meal planning, sexual health, confidence, energy, EFT tapping. We've got all kinds of different topics coming up each month with experts doing a live Zoom call once a month with us where we can have the workshop and then have a Q&A and followed up by a mom's night in social hour. It is fantastic. This is something just for you as a mom. This isn't for anybody else. This is something to lift you up, to inspire you, to help you feel fulfilled and full of energy and just living the best life possible. I am so excited about what Mom Camp Ignite is becoming and I would love to see you join us. For all the information and to get signed up, you can go to momcamplife.com/ignite. All right, mamas, that's it for today. For more info about this episode, you can check out the show notes at momcamplife.com/podcast. Hang out with us on Instagram at momcamplife and if you love this episode, please share it with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in and join us next time around the campfire.